Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs. Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Welcome everybody to Mom Street USA. My name is Jackie, aka Wishes Mama, and joining me is my wonderful co-host Kate, aka the Disney Cicerone. And tonight our topic is uh, kind of different for what we've normally done. We're typically giving you guys um, facts and details and things like that about the the parks, but tonight we're going to talk about ways to surprise your kids or your family with a Disney trip. Um, so I'm excited to hear. We've got some input from some of our community members that they gave and some different um, ideas that Kate and I came up with. So it's going to be a fun, a fun topic. Yeah, I'm really excited for this one uh, that we get to not only share a few of the things that we have done with our families, but also a lot of our Mom Street audiences has been contributing. And I'm sure that will contribute live as well as we're here recording this on TikTok. Um, but before we kind of get into the weeds of all of the ideas for surprising your kids, your spouse, your whoever for uh, for Disney, um, mostly kids. I think that's what we focus on here. But yeah, you could use them for other things, too. Um, I just wanted to do a little preface uh, because I've had some personal experience with this and it didn't go well. <laughs> so um, I think it's really important that when you're planning a surprise, that you think of your specific kids before you plan the surprise. Um, and some of you who might have smaller children might not have like discovered yet kind of more of their personalities of how they handle surprises. Um, but some kids do not like surprises or last minute trips or and or <laughs> um, they might actually give them some more anxiety, like not having had time to like mentally mentally prepare for it. And last minute surprises also don't allow you that time to maybe show them like videos of rides or things like to like, just give them that space that they might need to wrap their brains around like, oh, we're going to go do this. Um, so <laughs> I, I had a little experience that once with my son, and I think it was like, I don't know, two weeks before we, we surprised him with a Disney trip. It was like Christmas and then we were going in like January and he was so upset when oh, we no. like un unwrapped the big present and stuff um and he like he was angry at us his reaction was not one i was gonna like put anywhere because <laughs> i was like i felt like a horrible mom Aww. he felt betrayed like we kept something from him he felt like we had dropped it on him and like he needs time to like adjust and think about it so if you have somebody that's like that in your in your family you know, know who you're working with and maybe adjust some of your surprises accordingly. Maybe um, some surprises might work better for other kids or um, maybe something the day of might not be good, but maybe like months in advance would be better. Just, you know, or vice versa if you have little kids who can't wait. So that's just my little disclaimer before we <laughs> yes. jump into surprises, which I never thought I would need. And before I became a mom, I was like so excited to surprise my kids with all of the things and I have realized that I still can do surprises, but I have to do it in a way that is loving to my child. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. And I am one who 
I haven't done surprises, mostly because my oldest is one that like he needs time to process, especially because he, for the last couple of trips, has been at the age where he's been like tall enough to do something new now. Mm hmm. And, like, I have to prep him for that. Like, this last trip, he was tall enough to do Tron. And that was his, like, the new thing that he was going to do when we went. And I was like, yeah. But I was like, I have to prep him so that way he knows going into it because he will, it will not be good if we go and we get to Magic Kingdom. And I'm like, okay, buddy, you're tall enough to ride Tron. He's going to be like, wait, wait, what? Like, instant panic. Yes. Mm -hmm. So he is one that needs that time. Um, and both of my kids have gotten so used to like giving input for our trips because we we love including them in planning like what rides we want to do or what parks we want to go to, things like that, that if I feel like now if I don't give them the ability to help with that, and, and I can do that more last minute to an extent, but like if I don't give them the ability to help with that, I feel like they're going to be really, really upset. So I agree. Yeah. You really have to make sure you're thinking about how your kiddo will react do they enjoy surprises when you've surprised them maybe with other things or are they not a kid? Maybe they want to help plan the surprise for a sibling or maybe they want to help be a part of that process. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. Yeah. yeah. So like if it's something if they can where keep you're... a secret. Yes. Yes. Very true. <laughs> very true. So yeah, definitely consider how you want to go about that and how they will react if you are planning a surprise. Yeah, uh, Aaron over here says, our girls were so mellow about the whole surprise, no kitty excited squeals or anything, but they said they'd want to be surprised again when we go next. So, I mean, I think it's good managing your expectations yes. for the surprise. Absolutely. Also, yes. um, don't uh, don't think that like, oh, they're going to be like all these videos I've seen of them, kids like screaming and crying and being so happy. Like that doesn't always happen. I think that's a social media construct of most things because we've yeah. seen kids react that way. And so, you know, just go into it just being like, I'm just giving them this like gift and they're going to accept it as they're going to accept it and just yep. make your peace with that in, in advance. <laughs> yes. And you may have both. If you're surprising multiple people, you may have some that are like crazy excited and then you may have some that are crying and hysterical and not excited and not happy about it. So just yeah. processing yourself. time maybe too needs to work where they're just like, oh, oh. And then like a week later, they're like, oh, I'm really excited about that. You know, that just happens. So, right. Yes, fine. Exactly. Um, well, if you decide you do want to plan a surprise, as we like sort of talk <laughs> you out of it that at the beginning. Really weird. <laughs> Don't be talked out of it because surprises are so yes. much fun. Just yes. the way you go about doing them, I guess, is is the thing that I would. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so let's talk about some different ways that you could go about surprising your travel party, whether it be kids your parents, your siblings, whoever you're going with. Um, we're going to kind of give you guys some different ways and different locations, I guess, in which you could surprise people. So maybe some ideas will help spark your creativity for your own personal uh, experience and that. But the first one that came to my mind was one that I probably will never do because I just don't like flying. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, you got Probably is never done an airport. No, guys. no, is um <laughs> surprising either on the way to the airport or when you get to the airport or when you get to the gate for your flight, whatever it may be, but airport related surprises. Yeah, it's really interesting because I've never done this just because of my particular thing with my family, but I did research a lot of it and I've seen a lot of people that'll say, 
you know, they'll say, oh, we're going to grandma's house. And so they'll have them pack their suitcase and, and whatnot. And then like on the way to the airport, they'll tell them or when they arrive at the airport and they're checking in or, you know, all those kinds of things and maybe have a T-shirt on hand that they can change into. That's like I'm going to Disney or best day ever. Those kinds of things. Um, lots of people I've seen do that, which sounds really fun in theory. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got the right kind of kid, for sure. Yes. Um, so our friend Kristen gave us um, a little peek at one of the ways that she had surprised her kids with a Disney trip. Um, so I'll just read what she submitted to us on our Discord. She said, we told them that we were going to a baseball tournament. And we woke them up super early and told them when we were about five minutes away from airport parking. Somehow we packed discreetly and pulled it all off. But it was a bear, she said. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Kristen, good for you for like yeah. managing that. Right. That sounds really hard to pack discreetly. <laughs> right. I have no idea I would do that. No, you almost need to like, I was thinking about this after I read Kristen's was like, I feel like with my kids, because again, they're involved in like every aspect of this trip, I would almost have to pack two completely separate suitcases. Hmm. Like one that I packed for them for the trip and then one that they helped to pack for the pretend <laughs> trip that we were going on. <laughs> With all their stuffies and blankets and toys and books and things. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that would be a lot of work for sure. Um, and then this was a cute idea that our friend Holly submitted on our Discord as well. She said she got a Mickey from Build-A-Bear and had him wrapped up in his box and let um, her daughter open it once they were about halfway into the drive. Um, packed the car while she was with her dad over the weekend. So she had no idea that we were going anywhere. So, yeah, if you've got like... A place that your kiddo can go, that you can get that done, that's always super helpful. But that may not be the case. And you may have to just pack two suitcases, like I said. <laughs> yeah. But that's really fun, though. I like yeah. the idea of Mickey from Build-A-Bear. Thanks, Holly, for that. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Um, In terms of other airport surprises I've seen, you know, I feel like with older kids, they have more of a clue of, like, what's happening. <laughs> So it's, I think it's harder to yeah. do it. But, you know, you can also, you could wake them up the, you know, almost the day of, depending on when your flight time was, you know, and be mm -hmm. like, pack a suitcase. We're going to Disney today and here's our flight. And that would be really fun. So, yeah. I think wake up surprises would be hard because I feel like uh, my kids are fairly good morning people, but they're still like not that awake in the morning that like if I were to wake them up and be and tell them that. I think they would just stare at me like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I could get away with like, um, in terms of like people are talking about packing here and how hard it would be to like hide that from yeah. your kids. And I, I feel like for me, I could maybe pretend that I'm I'm packing for my own trip because I do mm -hmm. go to Disney. And so yeah. just pack all the Disney-esque things and be like, you guys have to pack for grandma's house and I'm packing for Disney. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. And that's true. That would work out pretty well. <laughs> so yeah, so, wake yeah. up surprises. I don't know. Um, I feel I feel like that would work if you were driving. I feel like it, like it, not like your distance, like driving, like mm -hmm. not that far. A more reasonable distance is what you're trying to get at, Kate. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. I just you know, but you were hinting at it. Well, to be fair, Elliot was saying like we should drive to Disneyland the next time we go, and I was like, that's like fifteen hours. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> thanks, yep. but no thanks. <laughs> yep, I feel that. And I will say, and I will always say this, the only reason that we can do it 
is because my kids will sleep in the car and we have figured out how to do it. So we drive overnight. If we were like leaving first thing in the morning and driving through the day, I don't think we would drive. No, that's fair. <laughs> so, you know. Um, okay, moving on. <laughs> um, I think one of the big ones that we see a lot, especially you were talking about social media, you know, people sharing their their surprises and things like that is Christmas surprises with Disney trips. Um, so I feel like, Kate, you have a personal experience of doing this. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Yeah. So this is the one that didn't go well, but <laughs> it did for my girls. So, you know, two out of three liked it. Um, so I got a really big box and I um, filled it with Disney stuff. So I filled it with like um, Disney t-shirts and ears. And like I made these little tickets that looked like I'm going to Disney and I put all their names on it and stuff. So it's little like fake airline tickets, essentially. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like stuff on uh, Pinterest and Etsy and stuff like that. So if you're looking for something like that and you don't want to graphic design it yourself, like a crazy person like me, <laughs> uh, you can find it there. Um, and then I did, I got a giant Mickey Mylar balloon, not a regular mm -hmm. balloon because those like lose helium like crazy, but a yeah. Mickey Mylar balloon. And I attached a note to it that was like, we're going to Disney and the date on it. So when they opened up this giant box as like their finale of Christmas morning, the Mickey balloon floated up with the date and then like all their stuff was on inside and uh, and most of them really loved it. So, <laughs> I mean, two out of three. That's that's pretty good. Pretty good percentage there. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. So just make sure that if you have high ceilings that you maybe weigh down the balloon a little bit. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> some sort of a weight in the bottom or attach it to the bottom of the box or something like that I something. feel like because then you'll be doing something else on Christmas day yes so yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, another way that you could do for Christmas is having each present that someone opens um, be a different item that they need for the trip and I've seen I've had friends that have done this before um, and then their final present be like you know whether it's a note that says you're going or a, yeah a, a plane ticket or whatever you know the way that the way that will really reveal that you are actually going um they may figure it out along the way depending on the person but that's another really cute way that you can do it um you know things like autograph books t-shirts fans ears hand sanitizer sunscreen you know all of those types of things that you would need for a trip you can just piece them out and put them all in a different package yeah and you could make it so that it, it slowly gets more disney as you mm -hmm. go like give them something kind of a little bit more random that you'd need on the trip and then you can make it because kind of fun because they're like yeah. why are you giving me this right <laughs> why am i and getting is... sunscreen for christmas <laughs> yeah and then you like you can get towards like maybe the disney shirts or the disney ears or like you know those kinds of things that have more of a, a trip vibe to them closer to it and then they might even start to guess so that's how i would do that yeah that was yeah, doing super that fun put the pieces together yes <laughs> um i did see a really fun one that is um if you do elf on the shelf and if you do i'm i'm sorry that you are one of them too <laughs> we do not in our household like, i do not yeah yeah, yeah. My daughter's like, "Hey, the our elf is showing up tomorrow." I'm like, oh, "Yeah, <laughs> yes, he is." Nope, nope. Never did it. Never will. I made a pact with my sister that neither of us are doing it, so that way we don't have like 
you know, because then you get into like the cousins where like some of them do and some of them don't. It's like, no, we just we just don't. Nope. I just talk directly to, to the yeah. big man. I don't need an elf. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did rewrite the book, though, because I didn't like the story of it. So I rewrote it and like glued things onto the pages. Stop it. Yeah. No, I made it a little story about how like we all make mistakes sometimes and sometimes we need forgiveness and like people to give us grace and understanding. And I was like, I I liked that story better because I was like, I don't like this idea of me spying on you. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, so let's talk about an elf on the shelf surprise. Yeah. So um, you could you could do it a couple different ways, you know, like you get creative with it you could have him spell it out in marshmallows you know you could have him or like if you wanted i wouldn't do it but if you wanted like sugar or flour dust or something and he's written in it you know like you could do those kinds of things um you could also hit him uh, have him hit him don't hit him (laughs) don't (laughs) you have him you could have him sit between mickey and Minnie, um like stuffed animals and like hold a little handwritten sign and maybe involve balloons or things like that i've seen that a couple of times but you know, get creative with it, and it would be kind of a fun, uh, a fun surprise that he gets to spill the beans on. So, yeah, I think that, and I think that could be fun with like even if you just have, if you don't have an elf, or you just have you know Mickey and Minnie stuffed animals or whatever it may be, you can even just like set them up under your tree with a little sign or something like that. You know, there's endless possibilities for ways that you can do that, even if you don't have an elf on the shelf. So, yes, for sure. Uh, but if you do. <laughs> We would love to actually see if you do do that. I would love to see pictures of how you revealed it. Yes. That would be really fun to see. Yes, that would be super fun. Um, So uh, kind of hand in hand with Christmas in very similar fashion, you can do birthday surprises for revealing your Disney trip. Um, A lot of similar ways you can do their birthday gifts are, you know, little things that they need for their trip or any of the the, the things we just gave you for Christmas just tweak them and make them birthday surprises and it works pretty much the same way for that too yeah i feel like one year for my daughter's birthday we had family members each have like a piece of the sign that was like the surprise and that they would like i don't remember how they revealed it but we did do it one year that was i was like i'm thinking of like the banana hippie hat thing from frozen right now but um (laughs) We did do that, and I'm just trying to remember exactly how we had him reveal it, but that is also an option if you have family or friends um, at a birthday party. Maybe they can all kind of appear with it somehow. That's another way of revealing it. For any of you who don't know what Kate is referring to with the Frozen (laughs) thing, just go watch the Frozen Christmas, Olaf Christmas special. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but go watch it. It'll make sense. It's adorable. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> I knew exactly what you were talking dry, about, but I was like, a hippie hat, I think is what it is. Something like that. It's, <laughs> yes. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. So exactly. It'll mix up with the sign. Yes. Um, the next one that we have on our list, I actually saw our friend Abby here post in our chat that scavenger hunts are a super fun way that you can reveal a Disney trip. Um, so there's so many different ways that you can do scavenger hunts. Um, but, you know, hiding clues around the house to help reveal it or, you know, one clue leads to the next or however you choose to do it. Again, there are there are like pre-made versions of these all over Etsy and Pinterest. If you're like, I want to do it, but I have no idea what to do. Just do some searching around and you'll be able to find one, I'm sure. Um, yeah, but there's I a think ton of print soup out there for that. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> and a lot of them are free. So, yeah, you don't even have to put in much effort to find them. So, <laughs> but- yeah. 
Those are really fun. I like scavenger hunts a lot. I think they're mm-hmm. creative. Yeah, um, my kids are like just getting old enough now that like I can do like where my son will be able to read. Like if we do clues that like lead from one to the other or what something that he has to read, he's like old enough now that he'll be able to do that. So I'm like, how can I do that for future things? <laughs> I got to give him enough notice, but I could still do a surprise like scavenger hunt to reveal it. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, One that I actually did come up with myself uh, one year, and I think we did this actually at a birthday party, but I call it like Easter egg hunt because <laughs> it's kind of like an Easter egg hunt. So something I did was I, I gathered a whole bunch of rocks um, and I painted them bright colors with each letter being a, a letter in the surprise sentence that I wanted to spell. I think it was like, we're going to Disney World and like the date. Um, then I hid them in the yard when the kids weren't looking. And then I, I remembered how many there were. And I was like, you have to find X number of uh, colored rocks in the yard um, ready that go and it was at a birthday party so like all the kids were searching yeah and uh, they found them and then they brought them back and we since we did this outside i think i put uh like dashed lines in chalk on the sidewalk for Mm -hmm. like you know how many words there were and then they had to assemble the sentence to find out the surprise now if you have like yeah, this is probably more for kids that can read. <laughs> I think it's a little bit more for them. But even little kids, they, or if you have younger siblings, they would have fun finding them yeah. and bringing them, if, even if they couldn't uh, read it. But if you if your kids are struggling a little bit, you can give them hints by, you know, like kind of like inserting a letter here and there of like mm-hmm. where it should go. And then they can kind of figure it out. Uh, but that actually was one of my favorite surprises we've ever done because they really got to get actively involved in it. Mm-hmm. Um of course, I could never do it again because they would guess it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's probably a one it. a one and done. <laughs> but you but, could also, if you've got younger kids, you could also like color code for the words. So like, yes, make all the letters of the words all the same color. So that way it makes it easier for them to try to figure out if you've got some like beginning readers that like maybe would be able to figure out the words, but might need a little bit of help with that. Yeah, that's a good idea. I should have done that. <laughs> I, did. I didn't do that. But it worked out. So okay. they still figured it out. That's all that really matters is that they figure out the surprise <laughs> in the end. You know, it's all good. It's true. It was fun. Um, so another way that you can do a surprise is by doing a Disney movie night or a Disney themed movie. Um, you can have character themed snacks. And, you know, you, we see I feel like in this day and age, we've been talking about Pinterest and Etsy like we see so many different options and different ideas for these kind of Disney movie themed days and nights. Um, but kind of doing one of those. And then as the credits roll, you can announce that you're going to Disney or include that in your evening in your dessert or your however you want to do it with that. But doing that kind of with maybe a favorite Disney family movie that you guys enjoy would be fun. Yeah, I think it would be fun. I was thinking about that. So I was like, how would I like announce it? And I was like, if I was like, tech savvy enough I would figure out a way to just kind of like have a slide appear on the TV yeah, after yeah. the end of the movie and I was like I don't think I would be able to figure that out <laughs> so, I mean I could but I, I you know you could also do things like you know so at intermission time or something you know instead of waiting till the end you could have a box of their favorite candy or something and on it is like you know or in it or something is like we're going to Disney and you know there's lots of ideas for how to do that yeah, we've got one in my chat over here. Um, Eldora said that they made a video for their kids about the with their surprise and they're doing it at Christmas this year. But yeah, doing a video would be super, super fun. Yeah, that would be really fun. You could get really creative with that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, now, now I'm actively thinking, I'm like, how can we do that for my kids? Um, so another thing you could do is uh, make either a physical like Disney memory book or picture book um, or a slideshow from past strips and then have the final page or slide then reveal your announcement. So it's kind of fun that you get to walk down memory lane of some mm-hmm. of your favorite trips and then be like, and we're going again. So, yeah, I yeah. saw that one on the list that you put on there. It's like, oh. That's really good because my kids are constantly asking to look at the videos and photos from our previous trips. So like compiling them some way so that way we can look at it and then, yeah, have the last part be we're going again. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'd be really fun. So another way that you can do it is revealing it through a DIY Disney themed like Mad Lib. Um, So make your own Mad Lib story and then the final sentence can be like the reveal that you're going or when you're going and that kind of thing. Um, That would be super fun for like we talked about, you know, little kids and older kids. That would be fun for older kids, I feel like, because they're going to get a kick out of that Mad Lib a little bit more probably than your younger kids. Like my kids love Mad Libs. They do them all the time. My daughter wants to do them anytime we're driving in the car somewhere. She's like, let's do a Mad Lib. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So... I mean, they're fun. fun. Kate's a little mad libbed out, so she will not be doing that (laughs) one. Loves them. Loves them. So we have a lot of mad libs. (laughs) I mean, I feel like you can't be mad about that because it's like they're learning English things like parts of speech and all of that. So (laughs) Kate's not convinced. She is not convinced of that. You're right. (laughs) Um. Something else you can do, this this is kind of goes along with the movie night, too. You can also do a Disney-themed breakfast or dinner um, and then tell them the surprise as well. So that would be fun to have all the food themed after it. It'd be I always thought it would be fun to do like a Lady in the Tramp kind of like Italian night. And you have the meatballs and the spaghetti and you play Bonanotte on the music. And, <laughs> and then you just have it incorporated into the evening somehow. I think that would be really fun. Yeah, I feel like Mickey Waffles would be my big one with that, like you talked mm-hmm. about breakfast because I have I have like this amazing old school Mickey waffle waffle maker that like my parents bought when I was a kid that I like took from my parents house when I moved out because they didn't need the Mickey waffle maker anymore um you know (laughs) like this is mine this is mine I'm gonna bar I'm gonna I'm gonna and they were like sure yes go ahead um that I like use it now for my kids it's like I think it's got like 1990 written on it somewhere so like it's it's nice it's it's a good one (laughs) but we 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 use it infrequently enough that like if i pull it out they they, and like really hinted at it they would be like are we going to disney (laughs) i know i have one somewhere in my closet i don't think i've touched in like a year so oh here's another that's an interesting idea you gotta get that out (laughs) i know oh goodness mickey waffles are the best kind of waffles they are i just want them to be like disney ones like they're the one i have makes those like super flat ones that are just Uh they're shaped like it but they're not like the Belgian models, you know. Well, see, you know, like... mine are like the good ones that have like all the like the valleys in them that collect the syrup. Yeah, that's like yeah. what you need, and that's why I don't make it. Because I was like, well, <laughs> it's more like a pancake. kind of like a pancake. Yeah, <laughs> Mickey pancake. Not the time. Exactly. I mean, it's still better than a regular pancake. True. <laughs> Anything <laughs> Mickey shaped, still. regardless, always better. Always so better. Cool. But that's true. That's true. Um, okay, so another way that you can surprise 
someone with a trip to Disney. Um, this one is more princess based. I know I saw someone in my chat asking about princesses, but you can do a letter from Cinderella with a glass slipper on a pillow or cushion. Any other themed princess type thing that you can think of. I think of like Rapunzel with a frying pan, just like with the letter on the inside, you know, all sorts of different ways that you can do a princess letter um, from whatever princess your kiddo may be most uh, keen on getting a surprise from. But that's a super fun way to do like a character letter as a surprise. Yeah, and I think I, this is one I also did see on Pinterest because it's like there was like a printable that went with it. And I, mm -hmm. I wish I could remember whose <laughs> who's Pinterest it was, but I don't off the top of my hand. Um, but that it was really cute because it had the little characters in it as you go. So even for small kids, they could still see like the icons of all the things. Um, so that was really fun. Um, another thing I saw that was, a lot of people were doing uh, was getting a custom photo puzzle made um, of mm -hmm. like a picture of their kids. And it was like, you know, we're going to Disney or like, you know, the date of your trip or all those kinds of things. But it's like your kids at Disney. Um, so that would be a really fun one if you have anybody who loves puzzles and they even had some like simple ones that were only like, I don't know, eight, nine pieces or whatever. Right. So even if you had little kids, they could still put it together, which I think was fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah here's, absolutely. A, here's a 1500 piece puzzle. <laughs> Good luck. Have fun. <laughs> Called the to field. My, my son would be like, okay. <laughs> he is like, he loves puzzles, loves puzzles. I do too. So he would, and he is like, ridiculously good at them for a seven-year-old which like That's he's funny. better than i am so i'm he's like yeah like you professional puzzle people that like put it together like timed puzzle really competitions i saw i saw it on tiktok there's like interesting people like they hit the thing like in chess or whatever and then they're like all pouring out their pieces in like teams and trying to put these puzzles together and the fastest one wins i was like this is like a thing that's so cool i'd be so good at that <laughs> I now feel like I need to show my son that. What yeah. if they have different like age brackets? Because yeah, like he's not up to like the thousand piece puzzles yet, <laughs> but he can he can whip out like a three hundred piece puzzle way faster than than I can. Well, there you go. His future career, <laughs> professional <laughs> puzzle maker. So this one, custom photo of a puzzle. Yep, mm -hmm. that's yeah. that's on my list now. Great one. Next on our list, um, another idea of kind of a little bit more of a spread out way to surprise whoever you're surprising is um, giving little gifts like once a week um, that are just for fun, but maybe just happen to be all Disney themed um, that then eventually culminate in the surprise of a Disney trip. I think this would be really fun because it's like surreptitiously surprising yeah. them. It's like, you know, just leaving little gifts around. Be like, like, what's this for? Like, I, I don't know. No. Just for just fun. Because I love you. Yeah. yeah. Just, just you know, just thought you could use it today, whatever it is, you know. It's like, look like you needed it. Then they'll get suspicious. It's, it's, almost a little, it's a little bit, like, shady, but it's also really fun. <laughs> a little sneaky. Like, sneaky, sneaky. So, yeah, I don't know. That one's kind of fun. Yeah. Because then it's a build up to it. And then it's like, oh, surprise. Yeah, and they're like, oh, that's just one of those reactions. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I actually did see a recipe for this on Pinterest, which is a, a cake with a surprise Mickey head inside when you slice it. So that also would work for birthday really well, too. Um, so if you want to throw that in there um, or you could do it on Christmas, you could have like a special Christmas cake dessert and then slice 
And then, oh, what's inside here? It's Mickey. Uh, but you can like make it yourself. It's like a twice baked cake kind of idea yeah. where you have the Mickey inside. I don't know if I trust myself to do it, but <laughs> you could also have a bakery, a local bakery do it for you. Uh, but I just thought that was a, a fun idea for instead of a gender reveal, having like a Mickey reveal, the little <laughs> slice. I love that. So. Yeah. Um, our friend Tran just put in the chat over here when we went in May, my friend edited a video of Mickey telling my kids at the surprise and made it say their names too. Um, and I've seen that before too, where like maybe you had like a friend who went before you or went, you know, previously that they've like, yeah, recorded like, hey, Mickey, can you say hi to my friend so-and-so? They're going to come visit you on, you know, this date or that kind of thing um, and done like little like recordings or things like that. Um, and I've also seen from the parks people do like postcards so like they send a post like if someone's at the parks if you've got someone that goes they can send a postcard from like signed with the character signature on it and send it like from the parks to your house for your surprise too oh yeah you could totally have the character autograph a postcard that mm -hmm. would be easy yeah like you just idea you just gotta time it and like have someone down there which like makes it a little <laughs> bit more challenging depending Make on who you friends are with the locals just <laughs> so you can surprise your family no i'm just kidding don't use yeah. people it's right <laughs> No, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, but yes, yeah, so if you have someone <laughs> or just the other thing that you can do is if you're a family that goes, you know, once a year or once every other year, you can just kind of stockpile them. So like have the characters sign a postcard and then just kind of stash them away for a year or two down the tr down the, the road. And then, oh, look, we got this in the mail today. <laughs> well, I saw uh, a mom say she just stuck it in the mailbox earlier in the day or like yeah. right before their kids got home from school or whatever and then they just walked to the mailbox to check the mail and like oh there's something from the king so you can just get sneaky you know <laughs> oh gosh we're going to take a quick break but don't worry mom street will be right back with some more tips to help you and your family have a more magical disney vacation that i think is the the we have both the surprise ideas, but we also have a, a few ideas for counting down to your trip. Shall we transition into that discussion? These are my favorite. I don't do surprises because my kids are just like, we're just not there, but I love doing countdowns with them. It is so much fun. We do it almost every trip. Um, and we have ever since like my daughter's first trip, we've done some sort of countdown process um ever since so this is one of my favorite things to do well do you want to start with the one that you like to do most often oh see okay so i go back and forth between the top two so i'll talk about i'll chat about those and then you can talk about the other two that we've done <laughs> on our list. i get the leftovers left no, I'm I'm so <laughs> you gave me the option that was that was that on you fine. no <laughs> Um, so two ways that I have done countdowns most often with my kids. Um, one that I did when they were really, really little that was super easy was I took my Cricut and I printed Mickey heads um, and I just made them different colors. And then I just like we just found a, a blank little part of our wall where the kids could reach and then I numbered them. Um, and yeah, we just did Kate's showing a picture. We just did countdown to Disney World and then I just taped them all up. And then every day we took turns of who got to take it off. And we, you know, I'm one of those moms that makes everything educational. So we counted and we talked about <laughs> something wrong with We that. talked about taking one away and what that means and all that. And it literally just took me, I mean, I 
if I had to cut them myself, I probably wouldn't do it. But I have a Cricut. I'm very fortunate that I do. And so I just literally like copied and pasted and made them all sorts of different colors and printed them. And it took a lot less time than cutting them all out myself. Yeah, I found a couple that look like that, too, that people do them in different ways mm -hmm. where you can um, just cover up the numbers instead of having the numbers written on them. Yeah. Uh, so that's really fun, too. Yeah, and lots of different to, ways. Yeah, they don't have to be fancy, you know, like I feel like we all have been in this Pinterest world for a while where everything has to be look super cute. And it, I have nothing wrong with anything looking super cute or handmade, but it doesn't have to be fancy. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I love too because like my kids will help me put them up too. So like it's it's just it's a whole we do it all together, which I think is part of the fun of that. Um, and the other thing that we do wait, wait, before you move wait, on, yes. Aaron said my wife did that, but made it so it looked like the up house with balloons. Cute. Yeah, it would be really cute. Yeah, I've seen lots of different ways that you can, I mean, you could do glass slippers for princesses and take those off. You know, you can do little castles, but it really just depends on how how intricate you want to get with it and how much time you want to spend with it. I went for the most simple design because Mickey's head is very easy to make. So that was super simple and I needed to print. I think I started that countdown, that that particular one, I think I started at like 50 days. So that was 50 tiny little Mickey heads <laughs> that we taped to the wall. And yeah, <laughs> I told you I really like countdowns, okay? <laughs> Because I also need them because I get just as excited to go. Um, so, yeah, that was that was a fun one that we did. Um, and then uh, one of the other ones that we've done before is a paper chain link um, that we have done as well. Um, we do this one frequently for like other countdowns like Christmas time or birthdays or things like that. Um, but lots of cute little ways you can do. Kate's showing some different like Mickey and Minnie themed ones where you can give them little ears or little bows or little buttons on Mickey's shorts. Lots of different ways you can do that. Um, printing ones that are exist online that you can make them look like magic bands, which is a super fun idea. Um, having them have that design on them as well is another way that you can do it. I found this one too that's like princess countdown ones. They have oh, different cute. princesses at the top and then they're all themed with the colors of those princesses, which I yeah. thought was really fun. Um, Aaron's saying Pirates of the Caribbean to make them all identical chickens. <laughs> Which means, I might have to do that. That's legit like my favorite one ever. You win, Aaron. Well that's done. Good. That's that's, that's like a, a Kate personal one yeah. right there. I, I, I love that. Hey, post it on uh, Pinterest and Etsy. You put it on the blog. It'll be great. Yeah. Literally, there you go. Trina is saying that she would get too excited. Imagine starting at like day 500. <laughs> 500. That's Your a lot. whole house is just covered in Mickey heads. I mean, the chain goes like around the kitchen and the couch. And, like, <laughs> you get pretty extreme. But I, I'm here for that. I would like yeah. that. That would be so fun. Cause like we have, so we have like a double tall like stairwell that I just like envision us like draping it down the wall. Because it's, it's like be fun. I know. I mean, I, too bad I, I don't have a date for my next trip yet. I could count <laughs> how many days it was. She's like, I need to make a countdown. You gotta, you, do you have a Christmas countdown? You got to have a Christmas. No, countdown. I not yet. That was I, I literally thought as I was making notes for this episode, I was like, I don't have my Christmas countdown. We usually do the paper chain links for Christmas. So I need to <laughs> I need to get on that and get them all. Um, my kids usually help me write the numbers on those ones. And then we build it all together. Which, by the way, is a tradition that comes from the UK. 
from the 1850s. That's where paper chains came from. So case I'm more curious as to where it started. There it is. There you go. Um, Yeah, we talked about that in our small world history episode. Yeah, holidays. Right. So you talked about paper chains and the Mickey heads in the wall. Yes. So one that I usually do is uh, like the chalkboard or dry erase board uh, countdown to your trip. Uh, So I I made one for my kids, which I forgot to bring here. (laughs) But um, I did like um, days till the Mickey boat, I think. And I had like for our cruise. And so I had um, them count down and they they love it. Like my middle child in particular loves counting down and writing it so she's she just on it so right now we have like a you know those like sequin pillows that like Mm -hmm. change from one to the other so we have one of those it's like our christmas sequin pillow Mm -hmm. and so she writes like how many days are left till christmas on that one every day i love it so anyway so uh there's a lot of really fun ideas for how you could do this they have some really cute ones on etsy and pinterest where it looks like a mickey um with his like red pants on the bottom and a black uh, chalkboard on the top um, I found this one. It's like a Mickey head that is days till Disney. And then you can just change on the Mickey's head. Um, they also have some really cute printables out there that you can put behind a picture frame. It'll say oh, days till idea. Disney. Yeah. And then you just do like a dry erase marker to change yeah. it. So that would See, be like dollar store craft. Like, yeah. Easy. My issue with that is that I don't love my own handwriting. Oh, <laughs> Well, which is why do it. Yep. Which is you know? why I, I've never I don't typically do those ones where you have to write it unless I have my kids do it because I'm yeah, I'm just just me. I just have then if your kids do it. It's cute. And it's yes. their handwriting. Exactly. And you don't judge yourself. Exactly. Actually. Um, but there's <laughs> lots. of just, Yeah. Yep. Oh, poor Jackie. <laughs> it's OK. <laughs> um, I think I'll survive. It's OK. I also, there's another one you can do is like these blocks. If you have, um, you can get a specific one for Disney or if you already have like calendar ones, you could use those and kind of, you know, repurpose them for Disney, make yourself a little sign to go with it. Like, again, you don't have to spend a lot of money on these things just to make them fun. Cause I know, uh, you know, it's already expensive enough to go on a Disney trip. You don't have to invest in something specific just for the countdown you know yes. paper chains are just strips of paper so not not very expensive i did like this one this one is like a, a wheel of clothespins and then you have numbers on the clothespins and then you like take them off i think That's as you cute. get closer to your trip and they put mickey in the middle of this one but that'd be a really easy like do it yourself one mm-hmm. uh to do or you can um, visually see it going down mm-hmm. it's really neat yeah. And I will say one that we didn't put on our list, but just came to me that I've done before. If you're not super crafty or you like that's not your vibe um, and you own any of the like Amazon devices, I know there is like a, a thing that you can teach it to do like countdowns for you. So like we have taught ours before. So that way our kids can just like ask it how many days until Disney and it'll respond. So there's lots of like electronic ways that you can do it, too, if that's more your vibe and you're like, I don't want to I'm not crafty. Well, then teach your Alexa to tell you how many days it is until your Disney trip. <laughs> I also have um, on my iPhone, I use uh, Widget Smith, and you can create a countdown that's on there that counts down to a specific date, and I put a Disney photo behind it. <clears throat> so every, because I go on, I go often to Disney, so that it's like, oh, here's how many days till I have to like pack for my next trip is usually how I'm like, it's usually panic. <laughs> It's like trying to like how <laughs> panic countdown. Soon. How many days so. until panic? <laughs> <laughs> but 
my kids like to see it too, you know, like, and they're just like, hey, mom, how many days? And then I just pull that open. I know also if you're going on a Disney cruise, the Disney Cruise Line app has a really fun countdown on it as well. That's like ticking like seconds by. So you can see, uh, you can pull that up on the app and then show them like, oh, here's how many days we have left. So my kids really like that one. Yeah. And there are a couple other apps that exist out there that you can use um, specifically for Disney countdowns. There are also just general countdown apps that you can, like Kate said, you can add your own photo to or do whatever you want to with it as well. If the electronic thing is more your vibe, um, I know that like you could put easily put it like on if your kids have a, a tablet or something that they use, you could throw it on there. That way, like they don't have to take your phone to do it. They can put it on, you know, you can put yeah. it on there so you can say like, hey, remember, go click here like that'll show you how many days so that way they have access to it which is part of the reason why I like doing countdowns because my kids get just as excited as I do but like the more they ask me about how many days the more anxious I get about wanting to go so yes. it's easier for me if I can just like <laughs> if they just know where they can go look so that way they're not asking me multiple times a day very helpful yeah, I think why we stopped doing paper chains over the years as my kids got older was just because we would forget and then we'd have to like count all of the links <laughs> to see where we like, if you don't number them, I think that yep. was like our problem. Like you just number them because yep. then otherwise you're like, you spend a lot of time counting yep. and that's not fun. Or at so... least every five. We've done it where we've numbered like every five before. That's so hard. like give yourself a benchmark somewhere along the way because <laughs> if you don't, yeah, it's a lot of counting. Because mm -hmm. you inevitably will forget to take yep. one off one of the days because, you know, who has time? Yeah. So <laughs> Life happens. Like you said, my oldest is both of my kids really, but my oldest especially is like really up on the, the countdowns because we've got we don't have like our paper chain up for Christmas, but we've got a couple other little like countdown things that are that are out now in our house now that we've put all of our decorations up. So like it literally our little Santa one that has like a little wheel that you change the number has been up for two days and my son has changed it both days because I have forgotten. <laughs> Huzzah! It's so great because, you know, the mental load that we carry already to, like, deal with all the daily things for our family and then, like, no. the holidays feels like we just, we're like, here, here's, like, 50 more things to think about. Yep. And you're like, okay. <laughs> great. That's I, wonderful. Let's I got do it. it. It's great. But eventually I found that the more of those things that I put on my plate, something else falls off of it. You know, like yeah. my brain, like my 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 daughter's dance clothes that we forgot today. I was like, oh, well, that's because I was thinking about Elf on the Shelf. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, some people are say having a discussion over here about how would you put the um, Mickey's on the wall? Do you have a, a specific method? They were talking glue dots or double-sided tape. What's your, what's your method of attaching the nice wall? I roll my tape old school and just throw them up on the wall. Okay. But that I know painter's tape. Yeah. some I think, yeah, like uh, masking tape or painter's tape usually. Let's hop into our Ask the Moms question for this evening. So for those of you who don't know, we end all of our podcast episodes with our Ask the Moms segment where we take a question from our mom street community um and it could be on topic from what we've talked about in the episode could be something totally off topic and disney related um but we try to answer questions that come from you all so that way we can help you with your trips um and the question that we have for this week is what is the best park disney world park i believe is what they're talking but we could also talk about disneyland too in this um for a five-year-old boy 
That's that's tough because it really depends on what they're into, mm-hmm. you know, like if they love animals, like Animal Kingdom might be your best bet. Yeah, I probably wouldn't lean towards Epcot and Hollywood Studios. I'd probably say those are the le- least likely unless, yeah, they were unless Star they're Star Wars fans. T- yeah, I'll say unless they're Toy Story. Star Wars and Toy Story <laughs> and they're tall enough. Yes, those those are key. Then so. I would then I would put Hollywood Studios in that mix, but I really think Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom are probably your my top two that I would debate between for that age range when it comes to Disney World. Yeah, I think Magic Kingdom in general is like good for like all ages. There mm-hmm. you, there's something for everybody there between um, Tomorrowland and Adventureland and Frontierland. You've got you've got a lot of things. So even though like Fantasyland tends tends to lean a little bit more towards the girls. I mean, Mine Train Through Nature, or not Mine. Well, that's the distory one. No, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, not Mine Train Through Nature's Wonderland. That's bringing it back to Disneyland. Um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is pretty much good for everybody if they're tall enough for it. And that's got a um, lower height requirement. It's only 38 yeah. inches. So like your five-year-old, typical five-year-olds are, are most likely going to be tall enough for that. Yeah. Um, but there's also, you know, you've got the teacups and you got driving if as long as they're well they're tall enough to be your companion probably by mm-hmm. five so for uh the tomorrowland speedway um so there's a there's a lot of things in magic kingdom that you can do um also yeah. i'm gonna advocate for tom sawyer island i feel like not enough people go there i like everybody's yeah. like oh i've never been over there and i was like for kids in particular it's like heaven. So it's much like, fun. It's like a literal caves and forts and pirate ships and all kinds of cool stuff that you can explore. Um, so I always advocate going over there. If you can find time with your kids, there's usually barrel bridges. They took it out recently and I was like, I think they're just going to bring it back later because it was gone. But yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I think Magic Kingdom, Magic Kingdom is just so good for all ages, all you know, I just feel like it's just such an overall good park to hit a little bit of everyone. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I would definitely agree with what you said. And, yeah, I think Hollywood Studios is a good option, again, if Toy Story and Star Wars are their thing. And I would almost say, like, both of them. I don't know that I would necessarily make the trip to Hollywood Studios if they only want to see just Toy Story or just Star Wars. I mean, if they Depends were like on your trip, a massive days Star Wars fan, right? And they just wanted to be in Batu all day, like then make that dream come true. But right. true. if you're if they if they have more variety of likes, Magic Kingdom's your best bet. If they love animals at all, um, Animal Kingdom is a wonderful option. There's lots, yeah, lots and lots of animals for them to see there. Um, really great place to go for that. Yeah, absolutely. So, really, just depends. <laughs> Moral of the story. It really depends on what your kid likes. And that's why some of these questions are so hard that we get without, you know, getting more info or getting more details from from them. You know, we we do our best to answer, but it's always going to be heavily dependent on the likes and dislikes of your group when you're traveling. Yeah. You know your kiddo. So find the things that they like the most and go towards the park that might have those things. That's our recommendation. <laughs> yeah. So, Kate, if you were thinking Disneyland, so like Disneyland versus DCA for a five-year-old boy... That's hard. That's tough only because of Cars Land and Avengers Campus, you know. Mm-hmm. So if they really are into Cars and um, Pixar and Marvel, then DCA. 
Yeah. But Disneyland has 29 attractions and you're going to find lots of things for them to do over there as well. So honestly, it really depends on what they're into. If they like more of the classic Disney movies and um, things that are that would be available in Tomorrowland and whatnot. Um, but they also do have Galaxy's Edge over in Disneyland, right? So if they're a Star Wars fan. So I, it really would depend. I think either you could find wonderful things to do. They also in... DCA, they also have the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail, which is so fun for kids. Like, we spent so much time there when my kids were little. Um, basically a big playground. <laughs> so, Love and there's stuff for all ages there, too. There's stuff, there's like little slides for little, little kids. And then there's bigger stuff for bigger kids. So it doesn't really matter what age ki your kids are. Take them to Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. Now, Disneyland uh, also has Toontown. So that's something to consider. That's usually pretty big with the younger kiddos because um, there's lots of, you can go to Mickey and Minnie's house and Goofy's. Goofy's house is really fun for that age. So, I mean, it really just depends on what they're into. I think you could go to either park and have a wonderful time. So ah, I think this just goes to show how smart the Imagineers and creators of these parks are <laughs> because yeah. they have really truly created so many different spaces that are good for all ages mm -hmm. that basically anywhere you go, Disney World, Disneyland, you're you're going to be able to find something for almost any age. Yeah. I mean, even like we we didn't throw Epcot in the mix there, but I would say they've got Kidcot there. So if your kid likes to explore other cultures or they like to color because they give them little coloring things each one or collect things because you can get cards all the way around the world so Kidcot's really fun and they have figment over there and um if they're tall enough and they're not scared of heights soren is great <laughs> you know so there's lots of really and it's educational i think parents like it because it's educational mm -hmm. but it's really fun it, there's even fun stuff for kids there and that's like not always been considered a traditional like kids park i would say yeah yeah, and it's like one of my kids' favorites. They were so sad that we didn't make it to Epcot. Our last trip was very, we didn't go into the parks as often as we typically do. And my son was like, are you sure we can't go to Epcot? I really want to go to Epcot. And I was like, I'm sorry. We will go again soon. Yeah. Well, and then they have, you know, old Remy and Ratatouille and what's not there too. So that's also kind of brought the age down a little bit for yeah. with that addition. Yeah. My son's is, I mean, he loves the Guardians Cosmic, Cosmic Rewind. So that's like his favorite. And then my daughter is like, the Frozen ride is there. And I'm like, I know. I'm aware. I know where it is. I know. And I we will go again soon. I promise. <laughs> that's heartbreaking. That's so hard. But they got to do lots of cool things. So, yes. you know. And they were happy. And while we were there, they didn't say a word about being sad about anything. So I, I knew it was just one of those things. And I just kept having to tell them like, sorry, kiddo, it's just not in the budget and it's not in the schedule this go around. So they were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I think that's everything on our list. We did all the things. Yes. Yeah, so again, thank you for those of you who have submitted questions for our Ask the Moms segment. Um, if you've got questions that you would like to be answered on a future Ask the Moms, please send them our way. You can find us on our Discord, like we've talked about, the Walrus Carp Pocket Fam Discord. You can find us on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook. You can email us if that is your favorite method of communication, um, momstreetusa at gmail.com. All of those are perfect. So if you've got questions, please send them our way. We are more than happy to answer them. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's so fun answering these questions because it's a little bit different than whatever topic we have for the week. So we get to kind of jump into trip planning and whatnot. So so true. The good news is for you and I, Kate, is that we only have one more podcast that we have to record before Christmas. <laughs> we'll see how we, how we do with that one. It'll be good. We're going to have to write out word for word everything that we need to say. <laughs> yes. Yes. That, that Google Doc will be 15 pages long, but it'll be a great episode. It'll be fun. <laughs> Well, thank you, everybody, for for all of your comments and for adding to the conversation, adding to uh, some suggestions of your own and stories of what you've done with your family. We really aren't anything without our Mom Street community, and we really love you guys so, so much. So thank you for being with us tonight, and we're looking forward to the next time on Mom Street USA. Yes, thank you, guys. Everyone have a great night. Bye, guys. Bye.